Welcome to episode number 200 of the Canadian Yay. Prepper Podcast. <laughs> we are recording March the 26th, 2023. Who knew we'd make it to 200? Uh, my name's Eric, host of the show, based in southern Ontario. Uh, target shooter, hunter, ham radio operator, computer geek, all that good stuff. Uh, as a first responder, witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events, started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. Nobody's found us yet, so. <laughs> not even after 200 tries, eh? No. If, th- if this is a fed honeypot, they are like taking their sweet ass time on this one. So, sure anyway, uh, my name is Ian. I'm a hermit forced to regularly leave Vancouver Island, despite my dislike for people and crowds and society and everything else. Uh, I'm Alan. I'm a safety trainer, first responder, security expert, overall safety nerd, and definitely not Ian. Are you sure? <laughs> nope. Camera's off. I are hope. you sure? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, I'm Scott, a first responder from Ontario. I like learning things and I worry about our fragile infrastructure. And gasifiers. Yes, clearly gasifiers. Obviously. And I'm Jeff. I am based in central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. And I'm the newbie. I'm Frugal Gunny. I'm an off-gridder, a shooter, uh, do everything kind of fella. I like to hunt. I like to fish. If it's off the grid. Let's talk about it. Awesome. Want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air for another 200 episodes? Buy some <laughs> swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup wood gas fire fueled. Well done. (laughs) Well done. Well done. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. Also, we want your feedback, good or bad, or just there's a topic you want us to cover, not gasifiers. Uh, You can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. You know what? We'll we'll talk about gasifiers again if Scott wants us to. Maybe. We'll think about it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. <laughs> if we get to 400. If we get to 400, yes. 400 Perfect. will be a gasifier extravaganza. How about that? Yes. <laughs> All right. So we've got some celebratory content for you in this episode. We're going to start off with some recent news articles, as usual, update you on our personal preps, and then we're going to get into the main topic. It's uh, episode number 200. So we're just going to chat and uh, bring people in to talk with us as well. So I've posted the link in the uh, the Discord. I'll get it in the live chat here in a second as well. If you want to hop in and chat with us, everybody's welcome. So let's move into the news. Assuming, Alan, you don't have anything? Nope. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't been here for, what, seven episodes, eight episodes, something like that. Welcome, so, new kid. Welcome. Yeah, I feel like I'm brand new here. Um uh, Yes. What hasn't gone on since I left? So bank collapses and train derailments and nuclear threats and gas prices. Oh my. So uh, yeah, four bank collapses in the last 30 days. Uh, some of them big, some of them small, but uh, we're worried about contagion. That seems to be a thing. I, I didn't even pull up a news article for that one. I thought that was pretty interesting. Just uh, kind of how in fairly short order they all kind of started to teeter a little bit. Uh, have you guys uh, heard anything about uh, further ones at all? I don't believe it's out. It's all actually happening at all. I think this is just a scare tactic to make us panic by. Nothing would surprise me at this point. Yeah. Not uh, 
Yeah, I had another one from uh, a local article here. It says uh, Putin warns of a nuclear red line. So I guess the UK was planning on sending some depleted uranium shells over to uh, Ukraine to make that happen. And of course, uh, as we learned from Gulf War Syndrome, that they do leave a little bit of a dusty residue behind and cause some problems. So because Putin views that as a nuclear material, he figures he's going to have to retaliate in kind. So, yay. Escalation. Well, did he not say? Did he not say he's going to uh, put a bunch of his tactical nukes in Belarus? Yeah, well, and yeah, and tactical meaning like the yeah uh, artillery shells, you know, smaller stuff like that, not yeah, like yeah. you know, not like one megaton specials, but like just yeah, up in the end. Still the nukes. Yeah, exactly. And as soon yeah. as you, you cross that line, it's only escalation from there. So, yeah. I think that wasn't that more in the retaliation to his, uh, his arrest warrant in Germany. <laughs> I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> I think he landed in Ukraine. He was like, "Come on, take me, bro." But uh, yeah, I'm like, "What are the Germans going to do?" They're kind of out of everything. So um, yeah, and and Germans should know like twice now. They they really shouldn't go into Russia at this point. But anyway, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, they probably shouldn't have taken on the U.S. twice either. But here we are. Yeah, that's all. Well. Actually, technically, to be fair, historically accurate, the Germans won the first one. They just lost the second one. So. Against the Russians, that is. So, anyway. Uh, April Fool's tax jokes. Uh, Ottawa decided to that you guys have not been paying enough tax. So on April 1st, uh, everything's going up. So carbon tax, everything tax is going up. So I think it's only like four or five cents at the pump, but still, it's a thing. And it's uh, more money out of your I'm pocket. I'm ready to commit a hate crime. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Oh, no. There's no allegedly about it. Come and get me. <laughs> no. <laughs> The live button's on, allegedly. <laughs> yes. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Operation Sandman? No. Okay, nope. so besides having the, like, the coolest theme song ever, which would be Enter Sandman in my mind, um, basically it was a long-standing rumor that a bunch of the BRICS countries and oil-producing countries had gotten sick and tired of using the Bretton Woods system where they have to use U.S. dollars to buy and sell oil. And they always said that they were going to plan to do it all in the same same month or same day, basically, to kind of like switch over from the U.S. currency to either gold-backed or a different currency. And so what happened was, uh, in the last couple of weeks here, I guess uh, Russia and China agreed to start trading oil and yuan officially. They had talked about it for a few months, but they actually signed the deal now. Um, but now, a couple other presidents and, and leaders of countries are saying to their own citizens, get out of U.S. dollars, because in a few weeks, they're going to be worthless. <laughs> so um, there's a there's a long-standing, like, I guess, a theory that, that Operation Sandman's a, a go in the near future. So, um, yeah, something to think about anyway. If, uh, if the U.S. can't, uh, you know, have a demand for their currency with, a, you know, uh, U.S. Treasury bonds being issued so people can have U.S. dollars to buy oil... All of a sudden, they can't export their inflation, and the U.S. economy goes to the toilet, and I guess ours goes along with it. So that's going to be great for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's just going to be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So if you ever want to actually do some homework, just look up Operation Sandman. It's actually kind of an interesting little theory that uh, from a financial kind of like upheaval, like uh, reserve currency kind of switch over happens about every every eighty years, and uh, we're kind of due. So hmm. yeah, that's pretty much all I had. All right. Thanks for that, Ian. That makes yeah, me feel yeah. so much better. Awesome. Yeah. So, so well, excited actually, for the future now. Yeah. At first, I thought it was the president of Kenya or uh, Nigeria, which, of course, is an oil producing nation, but it's actually this president of Kenya came out and told his citizens to get out of the U.S. dollars as soon as they could. And uh, he even mentioned that Operation Sandman by name, I think. So that was mm. interesting, too. But the, the, the China Russia thing was like headline news last week. So, of course. 
Yeah, but we don't pay attention to that because it doesn't concern us. So no, no. no. Anyway, well, I have uh, I have one. Um, just happened. Uh, well, it happened Friday night, but nothing was uh, sent out till today. Uh, where the city of Philadelphia advised their residents to uh, start drinking bottled water after an upstream upstream chemical spill. Uh, they then um, reversed their uh, alert and said, oh, no, no, it's safe to drink. Based on our estimations, um, the contaminants won't get down to our our area where we take the water out of the, uh, the river until sometime Monday. So you're fine until drinking the tap water till sometime Monday. So... Yes, I would definitely take hmm. my clean water instructions from the local government. Absolutely, yeah. you, can you can trust me. I'm from the government. Another great lies we've been led to believe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this would be the same same government type of you know local municipal government that said they, the the air was safe to breathe around that train derailment there in in, in uh, Ohio there a couple weeks ago, right? Well, it's it's funny that you say that because one of the uh, chemicals that allegedly got spilled into the river is that. Axutal butylate or whatever it is, which is exactly the same one that was at the uh, the Norfolk Southern derailment that killed the hundreds and hundreds or probably thousands of fish. But they're saying, oh, there's no risk, no risk. It's fine, we're be, not fit. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I do believe that, that's the stuff that when it mixes with water vapor, it turns into dioxin, right? I believe so. Yeah, something. Yeah, like so that. which which lasts like persists forever too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Just great. All right. Well, hey, shall we move in? You, as long as you don't eat chocolate, you're fine. I don't know if everybody heard right. big chocolate factory explosion uh, yeah. the other day too. So, Oompa Loompas yep. just took had enough, I guess, and decided to. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> knew someone was going to go there. Knew it. Just knew it. Yep. <laughs> All right. With that, shall we move into what we've done lately for preps? So it was one of my mag buddies' birthdays this week. Uh, nice. So I took it as an excuse to uh, cruise through this wonderful local home hardware, which I'm sure is owned and operated by a prepper. Uh, just all of the stuff. Is, there's so much good stuff there. Um, so back around Christmas, uh, I bought him an oil lamp. That they, it's just something they stock in their store. Like, what store carries oil lamps? Um, so it was really quite a lot of fun to just cruise around, look at stuff, figure out what, uh, just what's there, what things might be useful to me in the future, that kind of thing. So um, I really quite enjoyed that. So uh, I don't know if he's opened his birthday present yet, but I hope he likes it. Awesome. That sounds like a great time. I, I Wish I had people close to me that were as nice as you. <laughs> I don't really know anybody around here that's that nice. <laughs> I'm definitely not. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just typing something in there. Sorry. Uh, I did a bit of fuel rotation. I uh, finally got around to disassembling my broken generator to try and get it fixed. And so I've got that. Uh, torn apart. I've got some parts on order and I did some work on my Faraday box. Very nice. I will have to bring you my Faraday box tester and we'll uh, mm -hmm. play around with that at some point. Mm -hmm. Got to finish the box first, Jeff. Can't test yeah. it till it's done. 
I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> wow. We must All talk right. sometime about a full body size model. <laughs> we'll talk later. Mm. All right. Got it. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> uh, for myself, this past week has been uh, work, work, a little bit more work. <laughs> Did I mention work? Yeah. Nothing well. on, the, on the prep side of things. Yeah. I know. Retired guy, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do feel your pain. I mean, basically my work schedule has changed to the point where I'm working pretty much every weekend and hence skipping here. So yeah, I, I can understand how it's a little tough sometimes. Here but, we are uh, just thinking you hated us. Well, that was always a given, but well, yeah, it's just your sustained listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what fueled me for for the most part. But right. um, yeah, no. So for myself, I finally got home uh, for like a decent stretch of time. So I did a little bit of fuel rotation, and I got a chance to practice opsec today because I showed up to the fuel uh, station with about six jerry cans. Of course, pulled them out, got them in front of the pumps and everything else. And this gentle old lady came up to me. She's like, "Are you going fishing?" And I looked at her as like. In my head, I was like, well, I'm practicing for the imminent, imminent collapse of society. But, uh, of course, I was like, yes, yes, fishing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> of course, like, I, just, I was like, I just want to actually open up with her and talk. But I was like, no, I'm just going to leave this one alone for now because she probably wouldn't pick up what I'm throwing down because, you know, you know, she's driving like a, a Prius or something anyway. But uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so there's a good chance to practice a little bit OPSEC there without having to blurt out exactly what you're doing all the time. Uh, did a range trip or two the last little while. Uh, one with a listener today, which was awesome. Nice. Um, and I actually would try, I didn't realize it, but it was his first range trip ever. So we kind of like went over yeah. some basics and, and we got to sight in one of his 22s and everything else. So it was pretty awesome. Um, did some food stock kind of resupply, just maintaining what we have. Obviously been in a kind of a holding pattern at work, so I can't really do a whole lot around here. Didn't do any with sauna work, which I really wanted to get built, but no luck yet. However, I did get a backup cooking source assembled, which is also known as a barbecue. Nice. Um, yeah, so my old barbecue. Backup or primary? Well, summertime primary, okay. backup right now. Uh, to clarify that. Yeah, that salmon's not going to cook itself, that's for sure. So, no. uh, yeah, unfortunately, the one we had is, of course, all rusted out because of the weather here. So even though we had a stainless steel top and everything else, so... I tried to give it away on Kijiji, and the Kijiji says I, they didn't believe me. I was giving it away for free, so I kept on taking down my ad. Long story short, Kenny seemed to get rid of it. Uh, but yeah, got the new one built. And then they, uh, I had a visit with the listener Eric, as opposed to podcast Eric. And uh, oh, nice. so that was good. When I was in Ontario there, I had a chance to visit with him, so that was pretty cool. And I think that's about it. Typical fashion, you've taken up about 17 pages. Well done. Well, and honestly, wait a minute, wait a minute. CGN deals? CGN deals? I actually, believe it or not, did not do any. I had a guy try and lowball me mm. on a, a like a ludicrous level, and I just said, "No, come on, man, you're not even being reasonable." So I tried to beat him halfway, and he just kind of ghosted me. So that was that. So I, I tried to do one, no luck. Anyway, all right. Figured we'd get the CGN fill. People have been asking. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Um, I didn't put anything in the show notes, but uh, with the time change last week, I went around and lubricated all the locks and moving parts of my doors and hardware. I tested my smoke detectors and my CO alarms. Uh, other than that, I've been doing a ton of work going through some some family issues and helping out with the, uh, uh, with the passing of a family member, so that's been taking up a fair bit of my time. And coming to the end of the most recent semester in school, that will be another... You know, year and a half until I'm done with that, but that's uh, that's been taking up all my time. So there we are. I did manage to acquire a uh, a new to me 
Um, really good quality treadmill to add to my gym, so that was nice. Nice. That's always a good find. Yeah, so I can participate in in the ruck challenges when the weather doesn't afford it. I just realized I'm a week behind on my, my smoke detector and CO detector battery change notes. Thanks, Alan. And your home locks. Yeah. Well, Remember, silicone, not WD-40. WD-40 is the tool of the devil. <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. Damn it. Oh. Okay. Oh, little WD-40 picks it right up, yeah. Uh, I will actually do that because, oh, no, Alan inspired me there. I, I am behind on that, so. Uh, Gunny, do you have anything? Well, actually, I do, and uh, Alan answered one of my questions for me, which is, does fitness count as preps? Yes. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And, uh, it's like number two. Yes, so I picked up another chip. Yeah, okay, good. So I, I'm pretty big on that, and uh, it's been a long time since I've been in my full workout mode. So I'm going to pick it up again this week. It's two years without it, and I'm feeling really soft. So uh, I picked up another chin-up bar to keep down here at my girlfriend. So when I'm in town, I can resume my workouts here and continue on with the routine up north. So did that. The other thing I did is I picked up some more of these battery master switches. I'm a big fan of them. And uh, I've got another little project on the go, uh, two projects on the go, which is to finish uh, the wiring in my truck so I can have uh, and run my winch on the back hitch as well as the front hitch. I got a front hitch on the front. So I picked up another one of those to run that uh, um, wiring all the way back. And I'm going to use the extra ones to build that battery pack that to use on my boat and make it a mobile pack as well. So uh, that'll be uh, another video to come. So yeah, slowly nice. prepping for that. Otherwise, that's about all I've done. Actually, it's a really good all point right. too. I, I guess the one benefit of me couch surfing at another panelist place in Ontario there is the fact that he's trying to do his best to do that uh, hard 75 challenge and I was tagging along as best I could. So I was, uh, I guess it was like a mutual encouragement to go for the big hikes every day. And so, yeah, he was doing two workouts, workouts a day. I was usually sleeping for one of them and then (laughs) for the other one. So, but uh, yeah, that's, that's been good actually to have a, uh, I guess a bit of a motivator with you. Uh, It's funny how a little bit of encouragement from someone else helps quite a bit in the fitness area. Well, it's either I could, I could watch some random like trash TV show or I could actually go and exercise with him since he's going anyway. I was like, yeah, I think I'll just tag along and, and go. So Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, how about we move in to the main topic of this evening? So if, uh, if you didn't already catch it, we're 200 episodes in. Uh, we wanted to do something similar like we did for uh, our 100th episode where we ended up picking up Scott as a pal- panelist. We can't get rid of him still. 100 episodes later and he still shows up. Yeah, sorry about that. Occasionally. Yeah. Only Occasionally, when we actually yes, only when we offer to talk about gasifiers. This is true. Yes. But, Great, uh, this episode isn't all about gasifiers? Uh, no. See, no episode is all about <laughs> gasifiers. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ha uh-huh. ha. Yeah, so we wanted to, uh, to take the opportunity to kind of open up the... Uh, the floor here to any listener that is out and about that wants to jump in. I've shared the link out on discord in the announcements section. I also put the link in the live chat here and I'll pop it in here again in a second. It puts you through to our zoom system here. So you're able to jump in and uh, actually be on the panel. Webcams are optional. Microphone is required because how else are you going to communicate with us? Um, and names you can make up whatever you want as well. We're totally fine with that. And we just want to take an opportunity to, uh, sit around with panelists and chat about um, things that have happened throughout the 200 episodes, things that we like, things that maybe went sideways in a couple episodes and um, just an overall idea of 
how 200 episodes in has been so and just like as a comparison guys my name's not actually alan but i've convinced everybody for the last 200 episodes it is so feel free to use whatever name you want well done wasn't it actually 187 episodes 187 episodes 183 because i I think it was episode seven that i came in close close (laughs) math math is hard uh (laughs) So okay, I gotta know like how many more episodes we have to do before the apocalypse actually happens. Like I'm getting into. I know, right? Let's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in all seriousness, actually, that I've actually had that question. Like the guy's like, "Well, you've been doing the podcast." Uh, looks like it's nope. hit the west coast already. Everyone. Yep. Okay. So nice is, it, is it Ian this time, or is it me, or do I have to rage quit again? Nope. You're good. No rage quitting okay. required. It appears that the apocalypse has hit Ian. <laughs> and in a great pose too i must say anybody Absolutely. watching live fantastic we're gonna leave that up there just because we can look how um, relaxed i would look really like relaxed he looks um john in the john in the uh, in the live chat here on the in the on the youtube channel uh john says he's way too much of an introvert to click on the link and just come on in we're, yeah. we're actually rather friendly yeah. people with the exception of like ian and jeff and Eric, yeah, but and, the rest of us are hey, great. You know, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're you're more than welcome. Just come just come in and say hi. Tell us you know tell us your favorite yeah. moment of 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 one of the episodes or whatever. What got what kept you listening? What got you listening? And yeah. uh, and then jump out if if uh, that that's going to be your podcast challenge for the week. Just just for context, most of us have an alcoholic beverage here, and yes. we're just a bunch of buddies or two. Shooting, shooting the breeze. You know, there's really nothing to, uh, <laughs> nothing intimidating about no. a, a no. bunch of idiots. So you, guys actually, you guys actually kicked me off. I can't believe this. What the hell? <laughs> Who are you? Back in, guys, I thought we were just yeah, talking we, about this. Yeah, we kicked Okay, off, so we have listener Ian here. He first you hey. tell us, uh, you know, your name, what you're all about, your favorite long-time, episode. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, <laughs> so where did I get cut off? Like, actually, I actually started doing a rant there, and, he, and of course, I was just talking to myself about 30 seconds in. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you that long to realize it? Wow. Well, I, just, I tend not to listen to you guys at all. I just tend to ramble on my own and kind of make it a one-man wow. show. Wait, so the West Coast is still intact? Sadly, yes. Oh, yeah, that's about right. where we were at was the apocalypse, and then you're gone. <laughs> yeah, so I figured the zombies got you. I'm not kidding. I had a guy ask me the other day, he's like, well, how come you guys are still doing the podcast? Like, the world hasn't ended yet. And I was like, well, because the world okay. hasn't ended yet. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, and, and so he was actually deadly serious when he asked that. And I was like, well, okay, well, hold on a sec. Uh, you know, in the last year, we had all the highways closed into Vancouver, which, of course, people were like panicking over gas and food and groceries and supply chains and everything else. And of course, during the COVID, we had the great toilet paper rush and uh, a bunch of other stuff. I mean, like, like there's actually been scenarios that have happened the last few years ago. I mean, I don't know if you, there was actually a pandemic. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but. Um, what? And then where was I? Yeah, there's actually like been some pretty serious upheavals in the 200 episodes we've been around, and people have still have included that maybe they should get squared away just in case, because it's not always about the zombies or the what's that the the fungus that takes over with The Last of Us? I can't remember. Oh. Keep, keep an eye on the clickers, anyways. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, to answer Kyle's question, also in the live chat, um, Streamyard is a web. It's a website, so you can absolutely get onto it with your mobile. Um, I've often come on on my phone, my home like when my internet isn't working um sometimes i should have done that more often than i have but here we are uh, but it's just a website so click on that in the uh, discord chat or in the live and it'll just open up a browser window and you can join us yeah it's those of you that are wondering when you click the link it'll just bring you to a screen where you get to choose if your camera stays on if your camera's off you put your name in you hit join 
you come in and then uh, you'll be in a little holding area where we then click if we want to let you in or not. And if we're going to kick you in out, we make that decision and then uh, let you in. Like we've done with Kyle here, who's now hopped on. And here's allegedly Kyle for the first time yeah, ever. Allegedly Kyle. How are you doing, Kyle? Welcome. Well, thank you, Ian Allen. <laughs> he has been watching. <laughs> Point for Kyle. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Kyle, what? Uh, how how long are we in this time before I mention CO? I think it was fairly early this episode. Like oh, unfortunately, I wasn't keeping track tonight. What? Oh, You're our stats guy. Failed. Yeah, it's stats guy, Kyle. Come on. It's fine. We have video <laughs> playback, guys. It's, it's no big deal. <laughs> uh, welcome. So, tell us, Kyle. I mean, you've been you've been in the chat for a long time. Um, I couldn't guess how many episodes, but you're often in the live chat. You, you come and join our shenanigans on a regular basis. Thank you for that. What uh, you know? What's what's a what's a memorable moment within the within the show that you've uh, that you've enjoyed? Um, recently was the Jace Medical episode. Oh yeah, I learned quite a bit. That was a fun one. As as a prepper, uh, I when I finally got some antibiotics as part of my sort of background kit, I realized how important that was to me. It was just like such a an accomplishment. So yeah, I totally agree. The Jace Medical is just awesome. And I was surprised too because they actually hunted us out to uh, to talk about things. So that was kind of cool to to have that email come in. It was like, really you you want to come talk to? Oh, okay. We didn't have to look for them. So that was uh, that was kind of cool. And we have another listener joining us, Ray Ray. What's going on, guys? Hello, hello. Welcome. Oh, an, an educated donkey. Very nice. I love the tagline. <laughs> I couldn't put anything else. Huh? <laughs> educated donkey. No. I love it. That is good. That is good. So well, awesome. it's either uh, educated donkey or uneducated donkey. Both work. Well, it depends on whether I'm whether I'm on a Z or Alan that night. Yeah. <laughs> You can choose which one's which. <laughs> yep. oh, sudden death. Now we got Dave on, so one word we, we have do. to start kicking people off. Uh, I think we can get up to 10. We're going to test it. We'll see. We'll yeah, see how many we can happen. get in here. Yeah. So if we have Ray to kick Ray, Ian off, we'll kick him off. Fine. Uh, Ray Ray, so uh, how long have you been listening for? Um, about a year and a half. I joined somewhere in the pandemic. I guess okay. it's three years now, actually. That's been a long time. Yeah, yeah that'll be three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been three years of the pandemic already. How crazy is that? Yeah, how did we were talking about that like weird pneumonia thing that was coming out of China? And yep. We were like not sure what was going to happen. I remember yep. that episode. Sure do. I remember posting out uh, saying, "Hey, anybody know a doctor that can maybe come and chat with us about this so we, you know, have some kind of legitimate information?" And then all of a sudden, wham, Doctor Alton or Alton, like, Doctor Alton was on. How, yeah. how how did we how, what? <laughs> <laughs> twice he was on twice yeah, and then he comes back he comes back yeah, yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah it was awesome ray ray how did you stumble across this motley crew well i used to work at, for a bread company uh it's changed names now but it used to be called can of bread and i walked into the store one day and my bread shelf that i normally spend hours fixing up making it look nice was absolutely empty so at that point i kind of started searching what was going on because I wasn't really paying attention to what's going on in the pandemic. And then since I listened to so many podcasts, I stumbled across you guys. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Interesting. So the, yeah. so you, cool. you saw the you saw the effect and then went looking for the cause. I like it. Yes. 
Well, actually, I came across the other CPP first. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they're, they're also out there, I guess. They've yeah. done a few episodes or something, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, hey. just a few. Just a few. Okay. Well, we, you know, one or two. we have a little brother. That's fine. It's no yeah. big deal. <laughs> so at this point, then, uh, what was your favorite episode? Or which one did you get the most information out of? It's so hard to tell. I honestly lose track. There were so many good ones. Um, oh, that's a great answer. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, we didn't even mention it yet, but there's a giveaway for people to join us, and I think it's pretty much just jumped up to the top of the list. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we also got Dave on the on the scene here. Yes, a, uh, a pretty good fixture in the live chat. How's it going, Dave? Oh, it's going well. How are you guys? Good. Good. Excellent. So... You've been around for a while too. Uh, yep. I beg your pardon. You've been around for a while too. You, you've been in the chat. Yeah, you, you joined us most Sunday nights. I was going to say I, I've been around for fifty-nine years, but <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like twelve less than Jeff. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, you young whippersnappers! <laughs> I can say that because Jeff's yeah, a long ways away and doesn't move quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I wanted to to get a, a realistic and kind of uh, fundamental look at prepping uh, without all the hype and you know of like doomsday preppers and all that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, so I did a Google search and came up with you guys, and uh, so I started listening on Sunday nights. Then there's uh, and then. Backtrack to the beginning. Uh, I'm to the, what was it? Eight minutes. The first. Uh, the first pod. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yep, I think eight <laughs> minutes with intro and exit music, and yeah, about three minutes of me awkwardly talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> now well, Ian you know, spends more time than that talking about his preps. He does. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice. Leave me alone. Yeah, don't feel bad. Um, I've I've been a pastor, and my very first sermon, including the Bible reading, was only eight minutes. So okay, we're we're right on par. Perfect. I like it. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so you wanted you wanted to get more involved. You wanted to be a little bit more prepared. What have you done differently as a result of of watching or listening, tuning into the to, tuning into the show? What what's changed well, for your uh, for your preps for your day to day? Well, one of the things is having um, a, a store of uh, essentials that would be needed in case of the, uh, uh, you know, some kind of emergency, like, you know, you had mentioned where you saw people were ill-prepared for 72 hours or longer. And uh, so, you know, I've, I've become better prepared for that, as well as, you know, uh, you know, cycling my supplies there, particularly the food supplies, um, and just uh, being more aware of what's going on around me uh, on a daily basis. Awesome. That's good. It's good to hear. We've had a bit of a positive impact. It's uh, it's nice to hear that people are out there listening and taking uh, taking some of the information that we're passing out there and, and putting it to use. 
And, yeah, yeah, I'm fully stocked on can openers now. <laughs> Listen, if you if you are prepared with all the can openers, everything else becomes easy. So, <laughs> so to to your point, Dave, uh, I very much like the podcast because it is relaxed and realistic, and you know it's not crazy hardcore survivalist. It's yeah, let's grow a garden, let's learn about canning, let's. You know, just do these Build simple little things. Build a gas <laughs> Or two. <laughs> one is none and two is one. But to, to your oh, point. I really, I really uh, do. I really do quote that to myself. The, the, the two is one and one is none. Yep, absolutely. And uh, I mean. We, I we tried to convince my wife of that and she did not agree with me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's because you're talking girlfriends or wives, so that's just yeah. not that's not cool. <laughs> that's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making that leap right away, and it just you can't win that. No. Um, but to your point, I mean, I look at you know whatever the situation is, whatever you know, zombie apocalypse or economic collapse or EMP, it's all a resource depleted situation, and having. Yeah access to those those resources it doesn't matter what the situation is i'm still going to need to eat and feed my family i'm still going to need to have fresh clean water we're going to need medicine we're going to need power so whatever the cause of the problem it's all the same solution right just sort of being independent and ready to go so yeah right? absolutely yeah what I like most that you said dave is that you are now paying a little more attention around you and what's happening maybe in the news maybe on the weather um i find the biggest thing people get wrapped up in when they burst into the prepper notion is that oh i gotta have all this stuff and um i think it's more important um that you keep your mindset first you get set your mindset like like you have if your mindset is is uh well you know delimited Okay, you might have a budget, and that's okay. I have a budget. That's why I'm called the frugal gunny. Uh, but <laughs> if you have the right mindset, uh, you can at least think of what your gaps are so that if that situation does arise, at least you've thought about it and you're not caught with your pants down. And you have, like, if you're already half aware of it, guess what? You're halfway there to making a plan. So if well, you can make a plan, well, then you're not caught with your pants down at all. It's like, okay, I, I knew something was going to go wrong at some point, and I've got plan A, plan B, plan C. I don't have anything. I don't have any gear, but I've got a plan. And, and, and most things, it, frankly, don't take a lot of gear, right? I mean, there's there's plenty of plenty of people out there that want to have a toy, a toy and a tool for everything, but most things just take a little bit of forethought, right? And and if I see A, then I'm going to do one. And if I see B, then I'm going to do two. And what you find is that when you prepare for the worst, you know, prepare for the tornado that's going to rip through your town and, and destroy everything, then all the other average stuff tends to take care of itself. Well, I think knowledge and experience is very portable. You don't have to worry about carrying it. It doesn't weigh anything. So It's true. And uh, when I first started with the podcast, uh, Ian, one of the comments you had made was the first and most important step is just shaking off that continuity by bias, mm -hmm. right? Just the assumption that everything is going to carry on as it is. I think the last couple of years have taught us that maybe everything isn't going to carry on as it is. And you're going to show up <laughs> to deliver bread to the store and realize the shelves are already empty. Like that's kind of terrifying. And people or, are crawling or that, over the truck. Or that, or that 
in an emergency, the government is going to come and save me. Yeah. Yeah. They will eventually. Whether that's three days, three months, three years, three generations, eventually it will happen. I'm sure of it. Like I've been told this by our overlord several times now. Yeah, don't don't tell that to the people in East Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, it's funny how they didn't get any uh, any real help whatsoever, right? Eh? Yeah, it's uh, incredible. Yeah, no, it's incredible, incredible incompetence. Well, poor display of leadership. You know, like uh, you know, even if it's just a, a photo op, at least usually generally the the leaders show up at the the disaster area and you know shovel a, a shovel full of dirt just to, for the photo op alone. But uh, in that case, uh, the the leader took off to basically as far from there as he could possibly get, which I think was the Ukraine at the time, which I thought was... Yeah, exactly. Wow, it's like he could have at least made a pit stop on the way to Ukraine or something, but nothing, so... (laughs) Anyway. But uh, Hannah's joining us now, too, by the way. Yeah, and I I think John needs to come on the podcast because I'm really enjoying his commentary. Yes. (laughs) John, yes, the difference between between wisdom and knowledge is that tomato is a fruit... (laughs) But wisdom is knowing it's not a, it's not doesn't belong in a fruit salad, uh, and, then, and then scientific experimentation is wondering whether or not ketchup is a smoothie. <laughs> yes, John, click the link, come join us, and uh, welcome Hannah to the uh, the panel. Uh, feel free to flip your mic off if you'd like, and let us know about uh, how you got into the podcast and what your favorite episode is, or favorite moment. Or- or favorite moments, yeah. Something you matter. learned. Yeah. Anything, And really. if you are talking, Hannah, you're muted and we can't yeah. hear you. Exactly. And if you just need more time, that's fine, too. That's fine, too. Yep, no problem. We'll leave you here until you decide. Uh... Oh, looks like we've got a fellow ham here. Hello, hey, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hi, guys. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. I uh, am pretty new to the prep and stuff. I was talking to Erica on uh, amateur radio the other day and ah, decided yes. to start following you guys and so here i am well welcome tom yeah I, I i was reading the call sign there in your your name like that looks familiar and now i know why <laughs> <laughs> i'm just going to get up into some light here i was downstairs sure. and the wife's on the television so ah, so right. the question tom based on based on you having communicated with eric is are you in uh are you in ontario or are you in arkansas or are you in australia because yeah no i'm in Aurelia. and 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 alan you should know based on the call sign i was just gonna say alan come on i'm genuinely not wearing my glasses and i can't read it (laughs) here come the excuses here we go here we go i'm literally i'm sitting i'm 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 leaned back in my chair with my feet up on my desk and i i can kind of see the screen but not enough because the show notes i have them in like 150 percent zoom and that's all I need, so I can't. I can't read the names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so God, Victor, Victor that. Echo Three Lima Hotel Juliet uh, VE Three is is Ontario. So. Yep. Yeah. No. I knowing knowing that you're VE Three, then I would know is Ontario, but I literally. Yeah, I'm I'm located in Aurelia. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We were Even I know that. Here the other day. <laughs> oh. And it's roast Allen time. <laughs> Although I threw, well, threw I, I'm, just, the I'm, I'm blind and I'm blind and half drunk. So, uh, <laughs> oh, right. uh, I, uh, I threw a guy off the other day and when I was in Mississauga, cause I used my, uh, my BC call sign with a mobile attached to it. And he's like, mm. what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. What, what were you doing? <laughs> in yeah. yeah. 
So. Yeah, well, welcome, Tom, to another uh, local Aurelian. Yeah, yeah thanks. I got uh, Jeff there in the top left corner. He's a, a local ham operator as well. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about parks on the air. I uh, re really enjoyed uh, last uh, last week's episode on the HF stuff and your awesome. very uh, very thorough um, explanation of the ham bands and FT8 awesome. and stuff. I oh, appreciate that. That took a lot of setting up. We uh, we <laughs> sat around for about three or four hours Saturday night uh, in this room similar setup like this, just that we use for testing and getting all the audio piped through the computer and figuring out how to do that while I can still talk and broadcast out for the podcast and get the audio kind of in, out, on when I want, off when I don't. It was, it was a lot of testing and setting up. But when it worked, it was a lot of fun. So I think, uh, and it was a pretty popular episode too. It had a lot of people watching, a lot of uh, a lot of downloads on it too. So I'll probably do some more in the future like that because it seemed to be a pretty popular way of doing things. We, uh, we hadn't done a live demonstration type of uh, episode before. So I figured for number 199, why not? If it uh, if it crumbles, well, we've got 198 other ones that we can uh, deal with. So, but uh, I think it worked out quite well. Tom, how long have you been a ham? Uh, oh, many many years, a long time. But uh, wasn't all that active. I used to do a lot of CW uh, work, uh, continuous wave uh, Morse code, and uh, back in the day when I was a lot more active, I did a lot of uh, that. But. Uh, Nowadays, uh, there's uh, more phone involved, and there's a lot of uh, two-meter, uh, 440 uh, repeater uh, individuals who uh, use uh, amateur radio as a hobby to just get on and, and rag chew and talk, and it's it's a it's a whole other side to the hobby. So, I find I find all of it interesting. So. But as far as prepping is concerned, I I wasn't involved in prepping at all until a couple of years ago in my. Uh, my sister happens to be Mormon. Well, they're uh, they're like really heavily into oh, yes. having foodstuffs and like one year's food available at all times. And so yep. I was challenged by um, uh, several conversations with her. So I started thinking more about uh, prepping and having having food on hand. So one of the few things that they get right, or one of the things that they do get right, is having that. Uh, um, having that on hand and uh actually cw is how i first learned about ham radio as well my grandpa was a ham actually i've got his call sign now uh, ve3 ksd and we uh i you know just spent hours sitting in the sitting in his ham shack listening to him you know he had a i want to say it was 40 meter but i don't remember it's been too long unfortunately he's uh he's long past i can't ask him anymore but um I want to say it was a, it was 40 meter but he you know contacts all over the world and we had a big map up on the wall and he had a little pin everywhere that he'd everywhere that he'd made contacts and um there was a lot less there was a lot less landmass that didn't have pins in it than did um so i learned i learned code when i was really really young and then um and then you know let it go by the wayside until i was you know about two years ago when i when i finally sat down and did the studying and got my uh, got the license by myself so um yeah i really enjoyed cw in the in the hf uh, hf bands way back one anyway i really enjoyed your explanation uh, very thorough and and certainly covered everything necessary for an introduction to ham radio good job awesome we did have somebody else try and join so i punted scott off but uh <laughs> that they didn't retry so if anybody wants didn't get have any luck just to give it a try again we should be able to get you on 
I will shout out to Hannah, who was, you know, yep. middle of the night in Sweden listening to us. And I think that's the furthest listener we've ever had, you know, so. the furthest person we've ever had come on the show. So, Hannah, if you're still, uh, if you're still watching, then uh, thanks for coming in. And uh, yep. hopefully we can get you in on an episode another time and we can get you here. Here's some things from the other side of the world. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Uh, we've got a, uh, a ham related question in the live chat here from a joy that says, uh, obviously not a ham radio guy. Uh, but is it like a police scanner and will it work after an EMP? Well, we've got about 199 episodes that can cover that for you. But uh, also... So uh, kind of and kind, kind of. Kind of, sort of, and possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it, maybe, depending on what you do but, in, in advance. But assume no. <laughs> yeah. It, it, will it work after an EMP? If Depending on where you've got it stored and how you have it stored. You know, the it's uh, most likely yeah. if you've got it in a Faraday bag of some sort or a cage of some sort. In theory, from what we've been told by supposed experts, you should be fine. Um, and then, as far as it being a police scanner, all depends on your jurisdiction and where you're operating. Some uh, some uh, emergency services broadcast in the clear, and you're able to pick up on those different frequencies. Some do it in a uh, encrypted fashion, so you're not going to pick them up. It's uh, it's entirely. Um, subject to your operating area. So you can check out websites like radioreference.com that will tell you what's in your area, what type of frequencies are available to you and uh, how you can access them and whether they're on encrypted uh, setups or not. So check those out. And we've done, uh, I think I'm up to about four ham episodes now. So if it's something you're interested in, check those out because we've done, uh, like I said, about four of them where we dive, uh, do some deep dives into different areas. So most recently be an HF and doing it live. Uh, and yeah, we did have somebody trying um, to hop in. So I was going to say, oh, if you're part, part of the group as well, uh, Joey, if you're on the Discord, plop something into the ham part of the uh, the yep. Discord there, and one of the uh, more smarter people than me will uh, will reach out and give you a good answer. Yep. Yeah, we did have uh, at least as well. So it's it's a new thing for me. So that's you're always learning in ham radio. That's part of the fun with it. Is there's always something new uh, new to get into, new thing to figure out, and something else to learn so you're always learning it's a lot of fun that way uh, we've had a couple of notifications on the screen here saying people were trying to get in but the panel was full uh we we tap out at 10 so um, i've been trying to clear things out as we go so if you were trying to get in you got a message saying you weren't allowed you want to try again to hop in you can uh, give her another world we've got, yeah, we got okay. two, open, two open spots got a couple spots now and and guys uh, i just said uh, i wanted to just pop in and say hello and identify myself say thanks for the show awesome. i'll I'll hop off again. I did want to say, Frugal Gunny, I went onto your website there and went through you. You're building up north, and uh, I have a few more questions, particularly about that uh, wonderful uh, upgrade you did on your solar stuff. That was unbelievable. Anyway, uh, but uh, I have a I have a son-in-law and a daughter who uh, have bought property up around where you are. So anyway, we're going to see how that works out. Oh, definitely, re definitely reach out uh, either over the chat or uh, over the Discord. We should connect. Yeah, okay. Well, listen, thanks a lot, guys. Great show. Enjoyed it. Just wanted to identify that and let you know. Oh, oh, I didn't get it. Nope. <laughs> lost Neither did I. Oh, I okay. must have tapped the button. Yep. All right. Well, well awesome. Well, I, I nice really need closure on that sentence. I'm not going to be able to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Tom, for coming out. Appreciate it, and I'm sure I'll catch you on the uh, the local frequencies here. So, yeah, that was kind of neat too, making contact with Tom just on the local repeaters here, and getting chatting with a couple of the guys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm talking about preparedness," and then we got chit chatting, and uh, here we are. 
that kind of brings me to one of my uh, one of my favorite moments with uh, myself and Jeff doing a Parks on the Air activation, and uh, we end up getting a listener as somebody who checks in with us. <laughs> that was uh, that was kind of neat. Just all of a sudden, um, yeah. They're, uh, hey, thanks for the podcast. Just wanted to saw you spotted on uh, the Parks on the Air page. Thought we'd hop in, say hello. Thanks for the show, and then uh, on to more contacts. But that was uh, that was kind of neat. So. It's all about ham radio all of a sudden. Weird with me, isn't it? Amazing how that goes. <laughs> I know. So strange. Weird. Strange. <laughs> yeah, and despite my CGN deals almost on the on the daily, uh, we did. We've, I think we've only done like one episode on firearms too, right? Which what's kind well, of funny because yeah, I think we've only yeah, done we one. Did, we did one, but we were we were trying to skirt the topic for the longest time, right? Oh, we yeah. I remember we had the back and forth of are we going to, are we not? Should we? Shouldn't we? And then finally, we're like, you know what? Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you from everybody that I've spoken to about preps, um, it eventually comes around. They just tiptoe around the issue yeah. until eventually, once they hear that you're a firearms owner, oh, man, that's when the questions start flying. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it does merit an episode, but it's... <clears throat> As as you were implying, it's probably a good idea to frame the discussion carefully, yeah, especially in, the, in this country. Yes, yeah. When you especially for on us it. here in Canada, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my, I, yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Very carefully. Very carefully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a lot and, of allegedly's, and I've heard of, yeah. and, and, yeah. and this show is for entertainment purposes only. Yes, <laughs> right. well, that's correct. None of us are lawyers. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's also why I don't use my real name. <laughs> oh, Guillermo, stop it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your name isn't Safety Nerd? Come on now. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> so, Kyle, uh, actually, I was yeah. going to say, Kyle and Dave, so uh, are you guys local to Ontario as well? Or are you guys somewhere else, like Eastern Canada, Western Canada? Or are you guys a uh, similar area to, to most of these guys? I, I'm in Kentucky. Oh, I so. So you guys are welcome to come on down to Kentucky anytime and I've had a live, great time live in a little bit of freedom. I've, all, I've, all, I've, I've, been, I've been through Kentucky a few times and enjoyed every single time I was there. Yeah, I was, I was, in, uh, I was in Lexington and in uh, well, I stopped in Fort Knox as well because you have to. Um, but I went and visited some <laughs> uh, some colleagues in Lexington a few years ago and just had an absolute riot. We went to, uh, that was the that was where I, I went to the, the the range there, the indoor range, and I. Went and played with some fully auto for the first time, and that was uh, oh, that was a good time. That was oh really- yeah. Are they accepting refugees from an oppressive tax regime at all, by any chance? Like, uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you come by way of the southern border, you'll be fine. <laughs> can, so you just uh, got to hopscotch and go over first, and then backtrack a bit. So, can, all yeah. depends on your approach route, I guess. Ian. Yeah. <laughs> how, how would members of a fringe minority with unacceptable views be treated? <laughs> <laughs> Better than here, clearly. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Safety Nerd, aka Alan, aka Ian, um, I I I, uh, I work in Lexington and oh, wow. uh, live just just a little bit south of Lexington in a little town called Wilmore. Right on. Yeah, there was uh, when back back when I actually worked for a living. Um, 
one of my one of my suppliers was based in Lexington, uh, and they sold really high end door locks, like really really heavy duty, like blast door blast door hardware and stuff. And I was uh, I was down visiting a friend in Tennessee, and I stopped in to see them on the way up, and they showed me a good time and uh, showed me a good time there. And I went down a couple of times to do factory tours and stuff, and had a, had a blast yeah. every time I was there. Great people. Uh, for my first experience with hot chicken, and uh, they've tried. They, it's kind of it's, it's a trend that's kind of migrated here. Um, it's not as good. It, I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but a, a nice Kentucky hot chicken sandwich. It was great. Um, I asked if they had KFC, and everybody kind of laughed at me. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like asking somebody from somebody from Mexico if they like uh, like Taco Bell. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, horrible, horrible stuff. Pretty much. Pretty there much, one, there is one thing y'all have down south, and I, I'm pretty sure you have them in Kentucky that I'd like to see up here a lot more of hush puppies. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's 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 a southern thing. Um, yeah, can't have a fish fry without some hush puppies. Oh, bud, I tell you, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm ruined. <laughs> see, uh, Pierre's in the live chat here. Uh, says, I've heard you have good chicken, guns, and bourbon. Sign me up. Awesome. <laughs> I had some, I had some great bourbon. Had some great bourbon when I was in Kentucky too. I was going to say you'll have to go via the southern border though, because I'm sure he's flagged somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I came, I came back from, I came back from that trip, and I got stopped at the border because I brought back a, I brought, I, I like, I had this like this mounted lock sample. Um, so I came back and I got flagged to the border, hit the border about midnight, which was like mistake number one. Um, got stopped there because I was importing commercial goods and I didn't have the right paperwork for it. Well, I didn't know that. So, um, 14 some odd hours later, my card had been searched twice and I finally got the right papers and everything was settled. I got home and realized that two bottles of bourbon that I had bought in Kentucky had been relieved from my car. Oh, so that's I still had I still had a couple of bottles of whiskey from Tennessee. I, like I had I had a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels, and I had a couple of bottles. Uh, I brought back like I think three of whiskey, like three of, of like sour mash whiskey, and, and like four of bourbon. And I still had two, but two bottles had been um, had been relieved, and I was uh, uh, that started my downhill love with the uh, with the federal government specifically. Um, that was a that was a, a catalyst event, as, as they call it. Um, because that was, uh, oh man, like just tell me if you're going to so, take it or let me pay the duty on it, whatever. But um, I got to well, go back. So, is that what started the other CPP? Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I have no comments to the press this time. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, but also, like, we have every time I cross the border, I get tagged now. <laughs> We we have some of the most uh, lax, if you will, uh, gun laws in the country here. Um, open carry, uh, concealed carry, concealed carry is also infringed. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah, yeah. Con uh, concealed carry is also legal here. Button somewhere. <laughs> you're 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 quickly turning into Greg here, Dave. Where yeah, you're, like very you're, quickly you're welcome, turning into Greg. Only in very yeah. short term. Only for the very short term. <laughs> yeah, come on down. I think the weather's <laughs> quite nice too. Quite the growing season, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, our our uh, our winter has been pretty mild. We only had uh, some zero temperatures for a couple days, and uh, and that's that's Fahrenheit. So very nice. Very nice. That's that's pretty toasty. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kyle? Yeah. You're from Michigan, right? Kyle? Yes, sir. Right on. I was just I was in Michigan last weekend. Enjoy it every time I go over. Not so much coming back, but every time I go over. <laughs> there's from whole, Detroit. There's this Detroit. whole avian flu thing. No, I uh, I cross the port here on and uh we do uh, we do a little uh, little tour. There's a really good like my, my wife does this pretty regularly, and she found the really good Myers and the really good Trader Joe's, and the the, the guards of the border always give us a hard time. Like, it's just a grocery store. I'm like, yeah, but we don't have that stuff in Canada. Like, I can't get really good yogurt in Canada, so we have to go across once a month to to Michigan and fuel up on it and, and stock up. Uh, we had like like last time we, last time she went over, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, I guess. Um, I didn't realize that avian flu was a thing because I hadn't been on the show for a few weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, we got like seventy five seventy five dollars worth of chicken confiscated at the border. It was uh, it was rough. Oops. Yeah. If we'd just gone back and cooked it, it would have been okay apparently. But um, yeah, no, we cross the port here on. Usually spend the day. I had my first Chick Fil A last weekend. Um, <laughs> like it was good. But, <laughs> Maybe not, as, maybe not as good as I had it built up in my head. <laughs> That's Hello. good marketing, bud. <laughs> yeah. just, just don't bring uh, don't bring dairy back into Quebec. They tend to get a little bit upset about that the whole Quebec dairy board thing. They yeah. uh, I brought them into Quebec the other day, and they're like all pissy about it. So I, I try and avoid Quebec as much as humanly possible. Well, I didn't except have a choice, so. except Costco for their like my employer. My employer is based in Montreal, but I never have to go past the Toronto office. So. <laughs> Well, never trust the French, no matter where they are. <laughs> yeah, but like call it, calling the calling the calling the Quebec French is is it's a bit of a misnomer because they're about as they're about as French as I am in reality. It's 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 very Quebecois. It's very different. Um, it's it's kind of like Cajun, same idea. It's just yeah, it's exactly related, but but you know it's 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 technically it's technically related, but you know. As as a half real Frenchman from the other side of the pond, I have to concur. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's like saying that. Uh, let's see. It's like saying that Americans and Aussies are both English. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not not no comparison. Yeah, it's just again, it's, it's just technically related, but but no real comparison. Yeah, so, somewhat in, in in one way, but yeah, um, pretty diametrically opposed. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Quebecers are, are, are as much about being a, a, an independent and distinct society as they are about blending in with anybody else. So I think they would appreciate us not calling them the French either. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, I, I keep the whole French thing quiet in certain places in Quebec. Just, <laughs> this is neat to know. And, you know, they don't need yeah. to know. Gray Man. Yeah. Gray Man is good. Upsec, upsec, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> So we I may have, have done a couple episodes on that. <laughs> uh, so, I have an episode for you. There you yes. Go. I have uh, an episode for you. <laughs> I have a question for the panel and for everyone listening. Uh, so we've had a uh, Ukrainian woman and her daughter living with us for the last nine months. 
Her husband is visiting this week. Uh, men are allowed to leave Ukraine now on uh, basically one week vacations. And uh, as a, a patriot, he's going back. Um, so he's been serving in the civil defense there and sort of working hard. I want to send him back with some useful things. Uh, I was Beef jerky. Going on, uh, looking at uh, rapid survival and seeing what, what things I should be ordering there for uh, to send him home with, like, you know, a crank Life radio, straws. crank phone charger, mm -hmm. life straws, uh, solar panel. Uh, 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 wait for Ian. Wait for Ian. <laughs> <laughs> so my question to everyone, what are some things that I should be uh, packing for him to send him home to make life easier when Baby wipes. power is being mm -hmm. interrupted? Baby yeah, wipes. BZK baby wipes. wipes. Yeah, the, or, the, yeah, or the BZK, whatever. You know, yep. pick your poison. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah, water filters. Several, BZK several wipes can and... openers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, baby wipes are. And, and I mean, I I said life straws specifically to get a rise out of Ian, but like a sort of mini <laughs> is actually would actually not be a bad idea, right? Like if yep. an army marches on its stomach, and if you're out in the field having a, a clean source of drinking water, um, yep. Would be would be worth it. Now, I happen to like the Life Straw bottles that have kind of the built-in filter. Again, I know Ian is like I can actually see Ian's head getting redder. Can't read anything, but I can see his face getting redder. Uh, <laughs> see the see the smoke coming out of his ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's like I can. I'm, I'm watching his head. Pre, I'm, I'm watching his head uh, get ready to explode there. <laughs> but uh, I like it because it's all built into one. Um, but in the absence of that, like a, like a couple of good Nalgene bottles and. Um, and a, and a Sawyer Mini would be a good would be a good choice. I like John's. I I really wish John would just come on the show here. Yeah, just and, and click talk the link, us. John. I'm going to put it back um, in the chat here. Just click the, the link. solar powered phone charger. And actually, the one like the solar powered pack that I got from Rapid Survival um, is is fantastic. Like I literally I use that I use that during the day when I'm camping to charge battery packs, and then I can charge devices and stuff and run run off the battery packs at night. Um, so that would be an excellent um, yeah, uh, well, an excellent addition. And even to amp it up just a tiny bit, like you know, you get the crank radio, solar charger, cell phone yep. thing. But also, it's yeah, it's got the you weather radio and uh, the standard frequencies kind of everywhere. I'm just like, it's the Eaton or what's the other big name brand that they have for those ones for the uh, the solar yeah, crank radio. Big one, yeah, yeah. There's a couple other ones, but uh, yeah, just one of those that's like kind of combo tool. Also, has a flashlight yep. built into it and everything else. So it's just it's kind of a a nice what a ham radio, ham radio. Well, at least the I'm crank kidding. radio I'm is kidding. solar powered, and, <laughs> and you don't need the to, to have a power source. The ham radio, I mean, who are you going to talk yep. to, right? I think actually they've actually got a temporary ban they on do, ham yeah. radio use. Uh, so yeah, they yeah you just do. get yourself in trouble there. So, yep. what about footwear, Scott? I'll, I'll have to check and see what yeah. uh, what we need to send him home with. Yeah, just a yeah, good like good. merino wool socks and liner socks. Yep. Well, good pair I of mean, boots. Original original SWAT boots. Excellent. First going back. Going back to my point of I see disasters as a resource depleted situation, we have the luxury that I can order from Rapid Survival. I can order from all sorts of online retailers. And if I can send them home with some useful things that's going to make life easier, make communications easier, um, yep. you know, it's like, I'm happy to help the cause. I, I would want to know what they have for yeah. um, <clears throat> what they have for tourniquets for state kits on an individual basis. Yes, usually you've got a medic who's got all that, but man, the yeah, medic you, what do you got? might be a ways out, right? Yeah. So um, you are your own whatever first he, you can get them for yeah. a little uh, individual first aid kit, pressure bandages, uh, tourniquets, 
Well, they are they are consumables, right? Like the tourniquets yeah. are yeah. like a single use, basically only. You don't want to reuse it, so it's uh, if you can help it. So exactly, uh, and and so, there's odds you might use it on a buddy instead of you first. So if you're out one because you helped out your buddy, it's really good to have two or three on you. You know. Well, and they yeah, are actually, using a lot of lot of artillery, so shrapnel's a thing too, right? Yep. So I actually just had someone place an order for a bunch of uh, the compressed gauze packets that I have that is going straight to to Ukraine. Awesome. So. Um, another oh. thing in in same line with socks, um, foot powder. Oh, uh, yeah. great idea! Mm -hmm. Keep the mm -hmm. keep the crotch rod at bay and the trench foot. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a really basic item, but um, when you don't have it, man, life is miserable. A poncho. Yeah, poncho, a little poncho. Oh, you yeah. can get them usually for twenty bucks, thirty bucks if you spring for a camel one. And you can do everything from transport water to uh, transport uh, leaf coverage for camo to transport sticks for a fire to actually using it for ring cover. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That, now that you mention it, I think I need to take take him to an army surplus, uh, yeah. <laughs> local Oops. army surplus store. Yep. Yeah, some for some boots, yep. maybe they're shorter boots or whatever too. But I mean, yeah. it depends what your budget is too. I mean, you always go out and get him a yep. thermal scope too if you really want them. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got that in your budget, you know, there's, there's yeah. a local surgical gunny who could yep. use a sponsorship. It depends on what he's going to be able to get either out of the country or into his country without somebody seizing it. And yeah, you know, that. I don't know what their rules are like over there. Whether they're going to be searching his luggage or. Yeah, true. Run re-entry. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, the the other thing that's kind of silly sounding, but it makes a huge difference when you're in the field. It's a good belt, because um, they'll usually issue you pants and and a shirt. But um, a silly little thing like a belt that fits you right and that feels good on you for over two or three days in a row, and doesn't chafe you in all the wrong places. Um, it helps. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Point. I was out. I was out on, at New Year's on a on a ground search, and I was out for I don't know. We were out twelve hours. I hiked thirty some odd kilometers, and my belt was not a good one. And I literally, I still have a scar on my um, on my side from where it was digging into me. Yeah, that's harsh. It's it's, it's absolutely one hundred percent accurate. Hey, lots and lots of snacks. Got snacks, yeah. Welcome, Denny, and uh, this looks infected. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Denny's and a regular you, in the live chat. <laughs> and you win, you win the prize for the best username so far tonight. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, not Denny. Uh, that's, that's just who you are. <laughs> well, hi, safety nerd, Ian. Nice to see the... Um, Dual personalities actually back into place at the same time. You'll notice that only one of us is speaking at any given moment. Yes, I see this. We uh, we use Chat GPT to make this happen. Uh, yep. Sorry for being late. Uh, it's my, little guy was, um, my little guy was saw uh, snuggling. Wanted to snuggle and watch saw uh, Mountain Men. That'll happen. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> So welcome. Like I said, you're uh, you're pretty uh, pretty much a staple in the live chat. Every episode we see a chat in a way. Uh, the question we've been putting to everybody as they pop in is uh, favorite moment or episode or you know how you ended up actually getting on to listening to the podcast and really how long you've been uh, been a listener. Uh, been listening to you guys probably close to over a year now. Like I, you guys have already known, I'm just crossed yeah. off. 
lake and all that. Yeah, yep. Over by uh, just north of Port Huron, over by Brown City. Good old Amish country. <laughs> um, how I got into it, I just got listening to different uh, podcasts, trying to think of how to get better set up and everything else. Realizing how little I'm actually set up as I was hoping not to be. <laughs> but other than that, just trying to further my uh, enjoyment of uh, being outdoors and uh, trying to stay ready for whatever's not expected. Awesome. That sounds good. Uh, this looks infected. Same, uh, same set of questions for you. Yeah, good to see you guys. Um, Thanks for hopping in. Scotland turned me on to the podcast a little while ago, and um, I'm sort of I've been lurking around here a little bit, watching you guys do your thing. I, Scott, yeah, I think he's muted a little bit earlier on we today, and um, and I figured that I'd join you for a little bit. I might have to pop off in a little bit because I've got sure. other stuff that's going on, but for now, I figured I'd come by. No problem. Um, like I said, hop in, hop out. Yeah been into preparedness for a long time, actually possibly longer than Scott, and we know how old he is, so. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, well played. <laughs> I think he's a bit older than Jeff. <laughs> By a lot, but awesome. yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys awesome. can hear him. I'm not hearing nothing from him. No, we can hear him, no problem, Denny. Yeah, he's a little faint, but I can hear him good but enough. He's there. Yeah. yeah, he's not coming across on my end. Cool. Nope. Yeah, e easy on the age thing, there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this looks infected. Are you? Uh, you said you've been listening for quite a while. Yeah, I'm um, Scott. Scott had uh, turned me onto the podcast. I'd listened to a couple of others before, uh, before you guys, but. Um, been doing a lot of reading and we do we do a couple of things here on our own as, as well i'm actually a member of um uh, a group here that does the code orange um so emergency preparedness stuff for our region nice oh, awesome oh, good stuff. What, what region are you in or what, what area are you like ontario somewhere in the u.s yep um northern ontario okay awesome oh fantastic some someday i'll get up there and join you yeah <laughs> It's it's interesting how folks who live in more isolated areas tend to be more preparedness aware. And um, one way I heard it well described to me <clears throat> from somebody who's from the north before I went up north is that the northerners are used to being forgotten about by the governments. Um, so it's kind of a default attitude to take things on your own and be ready because not everybody's going to come be able to come out and help you. You well, just like, made I the North like 400 times more attractive to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like he's, I think you mentioned on your off-grid cabin episode too, is that like, it's not being prepared. That's just life. Like you have to, by default, wipe your own ass for lack of a better term. Uh, basically because nobody else will. And uh, you have to think yeah. what three steps ahead of the thing or else it's just not going to work for you. Uh, there's an awful lot of in power Amish country. <laughs> here where I'm at, where there's Amish, they don't come down and plow the roads. The farmers actually take care of our own roads. Mm. Wow. One thing That's I love seeing lot. is when there's a foot of snow and the Amish people are already out and about doing their business because they've been up since 5.30 in the morning, 5 in the morning, <clears throat> and it's just part of their daily life. So we, we have a lot to learn from them, I think. Oh, yeah, I got probably about six, seven families around me 
you talk about going up, working in like basically one of the cities and all that, dealing with all everybody's traffic. You get out by home, all of a sudden you see one of the guys go by on their buggies or see the kids go by. It changes your whole mentality on about life and all that. It takes you back to an easier time. Come over and go, okay, this is nice. <laughs> There's got a, uh, a comment in the live chat here I figured I'd touch on real quick. Uh, Fish85 uh, just mentions nothing like getting paid to watch. So I'm guessing they're uh, they're at work and watching the show. Uh, and just to touch on that, the last two years, we've actually been able to pay for all the hosting and everything for the podcast and uh, and StreamYard with um, Patreon members. So that's been a kind of a nice uh, a nice change because um, it's it's not overly expensive to host this stuff, but it, it there is a cost to it. So uh, the fact that we're able to do that with uh, with supporters of the show is just fantastic. And we literally just break even. I think it ends up costing. 10 or 15 bucks for the year to host everything out of pocket. And the rest is all um, now funded by listeners, which is, I'm pretty happy about that. And our, cool. and our own studio equipment. I was just saying before the show, I'm, we're, we're, I'm a hundred and what we say? 193 episodes in or something about that. And, yep. uh, I'm ready for new, I'm ready for new headphones. Ah, but that's, uh, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they do make a big difference. I have a question for uh, this looks infected. Um, in, in your practice, what's, um, the one thing people are weakest on and, and need to work on, um, or be aware? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably a combination of a couple things. Um, I think that the, to step back a second from it, it's probably actually an awareness of them, of their own, of their own frailties. I mean, it's all one, I mean, Take something like diabetes, for example. It's it's one of the most common things that people have, and the the awareness of of how they could be changing it on their own. That's the big thing because the problem is is that there's this sense of well, you know, the the pills are the pills, and they seem to be working just fine. Well, that's not good enough, right? And people should should be a little bit more aware that there's always things they can be doing to to improve themselves and to to lose the weight and to, to take care of the diet and this kind of thing. It's not, it's not good enough to say the prescriptions are, are taken care of. And, you know, when you see people who are, you know, their version of prepping is to, to prep up a year's worth of diabetic meds. Well, they can do better than that. Right. That's, 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 probably, the, that's probably the biggest yep. one is for anybody who's sitting on medical conditions is to not have thought of whether there's any other way besides what we're doing on Sunday or Monday. Complacency. Oh man, yeah. I I want to echo yeah. that. Uh, a friend of mine recently really really impressed me. Um, he's uh, developed a bit of a heart condition, and so he's been on a soup of meds. And he took it on his own self uh, as a preparedness thing. He asked his doctor to reduce some of the meds he was on. And it was not because he can't have access to them now. It's because he's concerned about not having access to them at some future point in time. But in order to offset uh, that transition off the meds, uh, he's received good advice from the doctor in terms of things he can do to take care of his own self naturally, things you can eat to naturally thin out your blood uh, so he doesn't have to take uh, thinners, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I think that's a great point that I would echo for anybody. Um, anything you can do 
to remove yourself from all those external dependencies, whatever they are. Medicals are a huge one. Um, in fact, I've had members of my own family tell me they would not consider going off the grid. And off the grid just means to be without services for some time, right? Um, so uh, in that same vein, okay, well, what can you do then in case that happens and you don't have access to the health services? You know, Some people didn't have access to health services during the pandemic. Um, and I, I don't know to what measure they were ready for that. And I don't think we're we don't we have a good awareness of what the overall effects of that lack of access to the system have been so um great point thank you mm -hmm. and what what you've done more than that is you've i mean you know whatever the healthcare whatever healthcare provider you're with you've gotten their attention right because you've gotten your attention and identified yourself as somebody who is actually um willing to work with it it's a little bit like going to a personal trainer and saying, you know, what should I be doing at home when I'm not actually at the gym? Or if you go to your mechanic and you say, well, you know, thanks for fixing my tranny, but um, what should I be doing so this doesn't happen again, right? It doesn't matter what the trade is. You've demonstrated to, your, to, to the person who's taking care of your problem for today that you actually give a care about what happens tomorrow, right? That's the thing. Beautiful. That's fantastic advice. I like it. Yeah, take a second to say hello to John, who's uh, just joined us. Yeah, hopped on for a second there. And hey, guys. Wait, is it the welcome, John? Welcome. Is it the John? I was just gonna yeah. ask. Yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> welcome, John. Hey. Welcome from the chat and into the panel. Podcast challenge, right? Hat, by the way. Podcast fantastic challenge. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like my hat. That is a fantastic hat. I've got the same one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the little built-in light. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, yeah. yeah, congrats on the 200. And yeah, listening to you guys for about a year, about a year and a half. Awesome. So, yep. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, we've uh, we picked up a whole ton of listeners throughout COVID for some odd reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. No, it's good. Um, awesome. Yeah, I live in northern BC, so right on. Ah. Yeah, like I said, I'm a kind of an introvert, so yeah, this no is... problem. I, nope. I would argue you're wittier than most of the panel, so you really belong yes. on here. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, I love the wit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some fantastic comments. Fantastic comments. Yeah. And it's uh, it's uh, it took me a while to get used to or break out of the shell too when we first started the podcast. As you heard at the beginning here, we're talking about episode one or two. That were all of what like eight minutes long with intro and, and everything it uh, it took a while to to get chatty and then i learned about ham radio and well that was game over but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah you bet a little bit of friendly yeah. banter back and forth helps too right no, there's nothing wrong and yeah and instead of just talking into the ether and hoping that somebody's listening having a few other friendly faces on the screen certainly helps Right on. Nope. So, so, John, do you love wood gasifiers or really love wood gasifiers? <laughs> yeah. 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 I like them. I was going to say that you guys ask everybody about their favorite moment. I'd have to say yep. the podcast about the wood gasifier is probably my favorite. So. All right. You are yeah. my new favorite panelist. You're on every you week. Made, you just made Scott's day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you guys just going to do a spin-off uh, podcast now? Uh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Gasifiers with Scott no, and John. No, it's called We've Got Gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's the easiest way to do it. 
<laughs> well done, Ian. Well done. So, awesome. so how far north are you in BC, bud? Uh, an hour north of Fort St. John, out in the boonies. So, yeah. That's pretty far up. Yeah, yeah got a little property up here and got a little of everything. Uh, yeah. I got, some, I got some friends in the area. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. We're actually planning to visit this year. Hopefully, hopefully we can make it happen. But Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Love it. Beautiful, uh, beautiful part of the country. Uh, yeah. John, just, just so you're aware, I believe Melissa has traded in Pierre for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't see the live chat here. So yeah, that's, that's funny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Oh, geez. Poor one out for Pierre. They literally yeah. got married like this week. Yeah. I'm Thursday, already trading yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah. I'm happily married too. So it's, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let you guys go. I got some birds to put away here, so you guys have a great night. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for hopping in, John. Clicking the button after a little bit of ribbing. Appreciate it. You betcha. Have a good (laughs) one. You're welcome anytime. We'll get our podcast going. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Awesome. All right, I got a new best friend. This is amazing. I'll see you suckers later. Look at that. Yeah. So episode 200 and you finally get to do a spin-off podcast there, Scott. Yeah. Just been, so just I, got been for you guys. Oh. I, I got a question for you guys. How did Ian and Alan, you know, connect with Eric to become the, uh, the triumvirate? Ah, uh, interesting chat. Uh, so yeah, good question. So do we, hold on. Do we go into a separate chat here, get our stories straight, and then come back? <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. I can I can spin a yarn pretty fast here. So there was actually like an old school podcast that was like available in MP3 format only on an old website that all of us were listening to. I think at some point or another, and um, we started a little WhatsApp group before I got banned off that, of course. And, <laughs> and then, uh, Back in the good old days when Ian yeah. was allowed on social media. Yeah, yeah. and then so... Uh, I was going to say, what have you not been banned on? Just gilded so far. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like we were in a WhatsApp group, and basically I think uh, at the time, the Eric just sent out a call for volunteers. Anybody yeah. wants to help them join uh, or do a podcast? I think I was the only guy that... Like, maybe I just stood still and took a step back, and then there I was. Yep. And then so then I think Alan sent in an email soon thereafter. Yep. I think that was that was at the end of episode five. I want to say it was yeah, five or uh, six, like yeah. I caught I caught I caught the podcast. Just I was I was driving a lot for work and listening to as many podcasts as I could, and I found Eric's yep. kind of by um, by random search, and literally it was a call for an email. Right? If you want to if you want to yep. get involved in the show, send us an email at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, and yep. I did, and then it just kind of spiraled uh, spiraled out of control from there. Yeah. Yeah, it was literally, I was doing episodes where I was inviting people. I was hitting up all the various prepper groups I was in saying, hey, I've started up a podcast. If anybody wants to come and help me avoid talking to myself. <laughs> and then uh, Ian, uh, like Ian said, he, he answered the uh, couple of the messages I sent out. And if you listen to those first couple of episodes, they're nothing like the setup we have now. It's evolved quite a bit the way we do things because we would oh, literally yeah. sit and we would read a script. And if we screwed up, we'd stop. We'd start again. We'd go. And we'd start. We, stop. Go. Was it by Skype was, or how did we start it out? It was. It was. Uh, uh, I think it was, was over. It was over Google Hangouts. It was. Yeah. 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 Well, so Google, Google Hangouts, which then became Google Meet, which then yeah. spiraled out of control. There was a time when we were trying to record on like Zoom or yep. something, and 
it was bad. Yeah. It just yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It was uh, you know even more so amateur hour than what we've evolved to now, and uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, but it was fun too. We learned along the way how to kind of do things uh, a little bit differently, and then uh, eventually we decided, hey, you know what, let's just do it live because we're forced then to just push through uh, where we stumble and fall. And it's just, it's already out there, right? And it's, uh, I think that format's done us quite well. We've, uh, it's, well, it takes the pressure off. Better. A lot of times it's like, other than the fact that we step over each other, but I mean, it yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, it takes the pressure off. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do, right? And um, I think you can clean it up for the actual podcast release, although we don't really do a whole lot of editing, I don't think. But no, I do uh, very little editing, except just kind of cleaning the audio up so it sounds a little bit crisper and nicer. But as far as outtakes, no, I don't really take anything out at all. Just add the intro music, add the outro music. That's it. And like fun, fun fact, Dave, like Eric and I have hung out together and yep. Ian and I have hung out together, but Eric, Ian and I have never been in the same place at the same time. I wonder why. It's not because you and I are the same person at all. But, uh, no, but no, no. Like, like, as, as it stands, despite our efforts, we've never been in the same place at the same time. Yeah, uh, and we keep we keep trying to make it happen, and and yep. you know between like, well, but like all three of us have odd jobs some days, and yep. uh, and it just doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll get yeah. there one of these days, maybe. Yeah, and then I've uh, uh, I've hung out with Scott a few times. I've hung out with Jeff way too many times. I like to mention, and it's never been with uh, Ian or Alan at the same time. Oh yeah, I guess Scott Scott's been Scott's been in my house actually, and yeah, so is Ian. Been again, not at the same time. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been kind of fun that way where we've all kind of been able to start this podcast and then uh, meet up with each other at various points as we're traveling around the province and it's been uh, it's been an interesting experience to say the least to get the 200 episodes yeah well i drive past eric and jeff a couple of times a year usually heading towards yep. the heading towards the north i don't go anywhere near as north as uh um anywhere near north as uh like frugal or scott there but um I go, I go up there, you know, go up past them a couple of times a year, and my uh, my ham- my radio is always on in my truck, and yep. actually, yeah, actually we've chatted a few times, times so. that way. Yep, yep. Really and truly, I feel like my mag has expanded to include all of these panelists and all of the Discord, and it's great when you can put a question out about some random mm-hmm. topic, get back an expert opinion and expert answer on it. And it's just, it's fantastic. And um, I mean, the, the amount that I've learned from very smart people around me, it's just wonderful. Well, it's interesting too, because I was watching the chat there and what, as soon as John told us where he was living and uh, I noticed there's another person the same within an hour of him on the same chat. Mm-hmm. I was like, so like right away, those two, if they don't know each other already, they could obviously have an opportunity to meet up there and like minded yep. people. So it's kind of cool. So it's it's been really good for that, like uh, as far as the yeah, expanding, like just even a contact network. So if you are out of town mm-hmm. and you might have somebody on the on the extended group nearby, which could always help as a as a thing, yep. right? So I have yeah, to echo that. The, go ahead. Uh, I have to echo that. Uh, just recently, had a couple of contacts through my channel, thanks to this podcast, uh, who went to looked up my channel and have connected up with me because they're up north. Awesome. Um, so now I've just expanded my circle by reaching out. So yeah, there's uh, there's huge benefits to having membership and more than one mag and continuously expanding it. Um, the more we network, the more we share the knowledge, the less dependent we are on externals and the more 
interdependent we are, and that's what a community is. So I think it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. That was one of the kind of the, the main things I wanted to do with starting the podcast was kind of get people connected and chatting and kind of open up the lines of communication to, to just get people talking about their various areas of expertise because we can't know everything, right? So I got thinking if I could bring certain people in that know things that can talk about it. All right, speak uh, for yourself here. Awesome. Yeah. I know everything. Right. About <laughs> uh, fine. That's why I got you two on because you know everything. I don't. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, yep, that's me. He says he's impressed that uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's a he. I suppose I don't know. I've just made that assumption in my head. Anyways, uh, impressed you have all the time to do that, all the podcasts. There's not, never enough hours in the day. I literally, I get up at 4.15 tomorrow morning. Um, I'm, I'm sacrificing my time. I'm usually in bed an hour ago. Um, mm-hmm. But to hang out with these guys, have a drink, have some laughs, it's worth it. But also that that's also why we have like 12 or 13 people on the panel because yep. invariably with all of our shift work, uh, some of us can't make it at any given time. Yep. So by the time it's all said and done, you know, four or five show up for every episode. It's not always the same, but uh, that's how we kind of cover each other. So it's, yeah. yeah. And kind of adds to the fun, right? Because you get different personalities, different uh, different episodes, and you never know really what you're going to get like, each Sunday, right? Well, and different people will take the lead depending on what the topic, that subject, too. or interacting with, uh, if we're bringing a, an outside subject matter expert in. And then maybe like frugal, frugal gunny, he just uh, you know gets sucked into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sort of did. I, is he, I is he our new Hughes? Uh, oh, I don't know if we can replace Hughes. I don't think anybody can replace Hughes. No. Yeah, I think that, that's got, blasphemy you know, at that point. Yeah. Separate, yeah. separate channel yeah. there. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like the the Captain America of preppers. So it's yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, right Hughes, on. Yeah. Hughes, Hughes was the Hughes. Is, he's he's a pilot. He's a um, you uh, name it. He does it. Yeah, he's a veteran. He used to be a cop. Uh, he's a firefighter. He's a he's a battalion chief now. I want to say uh, he's, he got promoted a bunch of times. Yep. Like super internet security nerd. Um, yep. And just like one of those food. guys that's just like annoyingly good at everything. I love yeah. it. Like we would <laughs> we would say, hey, we're gonna do we want to do this as a topic idea. Does anybody know anyone that's done it? And right away, Hughes, yeah, done it. Yeah, no, seriously, done man. That. Yeah. You've done that? Right on. Yep. Right on. Yeah. Okay. A couple weeks later, hey, we're thinking we're looking for an expert for this. He was, yeah, yeah, done it. <laughs> you, you know what I love about doing stuff? Because I, I never stop to ask myself, do I know how to do this? Can I do this? I always assume I can. And then I get started yeah. along the way and I run into some sort of barrier and go, crap, how do I get around this? And I sometimes do. And then I carry on. And next thing you know, I've done it. And, scratching my head going but most of the time i have to rely on my people network um yeah. when i run into that jam that's why i love these these sessions i've already learned a ton from everybody that you've had on uh i've already learned a ton from a whole bunch of you and i love that i just have another channel to go to when i have one of those <laughs> random questions uh i know i'll have another angle on everything here so it's great and to know that we we have another it sec nerd in the group Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm by the way, everybody, I'm a Linux guy. Yes. Uh, and not talking about my choice. It's because I've became disappointed with every other operating system and platform over time and I decided that <laughs> you know what, I'll trust the thing that has the better runtime. Security by there. obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a threat if nobody uses it. Do you know what the internet's backed by? Come on now. <laughs> hey, so a little story for those of you who, uh, you know, might 
not be as old as I am. Uh, there was a time when Hotmail had nothing to do with Microsoft and it ran was. on one of the very best operating systems ever, FreeBSD, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. Unix. That's a free Unix. Uh, and yeah. then Microsoft <laughs> bought it out and they started migrating everything to the Windows <laughs> platform. And guess look what? At, look we at the mess we have today. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Blue are screens saying, for everyone. Are you saying Microsoft doesn't make things better? <laughs> uh, well, so it, weird. It, it depends. You know, so they weird. keep repair techs employed. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I never thought I would still get phone calls from folks who needed a hand with their PC. Um, and it's it's remarkable. The people that I've transitioned over to Linux, the only time I get a call from them is when there is a major upgrade to do and they're just feeling a little nervous because they've never done a major <laughs> upgrade. Otherwise, I don't get the phone call. If anything, it's a, what software do you get, use for this? And that's about it. So yeah, if, if you're deeply disappointed in everything else you've tried, give Linux a ride. Try it out. Uh, RF star, right? <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah. Mark Koger says, uh, get on Rumble, you guys. Great show. Uh, Rumble, actually, I, I'm kind of 100% behind. I like that. Uh, Harvey, weren't his... you banned from it, Ian? Yeah, you're banned no. from that, weren't you? No, actually, oh. Rumble is really good. They're all about actual mm-hmm. legit free speech. So it... Uh, yeah. I have until you get on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll open up a channel on there because uh, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, other podcasters, the Salty Cracker, is on there, and I love him. So he's uh, he's pretty awesome. Well, what okay. what I'm what I'm perturbed by with YouTube because I'm I've been told by many people I should get onto YouTube, so I figured I'd get onto it eventually, and I did. Um, but uh, just at the time that I'm getting onto it, there's all these restrictions on the kind of content you can put up, and that's yep. just really bothering me so i created a rumble account right away and i'm syndicating my my youtube content but um since we've got an audience here i'm just gonna shamelessly throw it out there is there an audience who would be willing to see gunny stuff you know like building a precision 22 for playing around in competition hand loading reloading customizing um pretty sure the answer is yes functionality, what you should be looking for, what I use, what I like, you know, um, I used to be an outfitter. So part of what I used to do was when people would show up at the gun counter and they'd say, Oh, I need this. My first question usually was, well, what are you doing with it? What do you, what do you want to do? Um, so I asked the question to everybody else, the same thing here. What do you want to do? Is this something that would be of interest? If yes, let us know. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody here would love to do an episode on firearms as well. So I wouldn't mind participating in one of those as well. But the reason I talk about firearms a lot is that in Canada, the folks who live off the grid and have been self-reliant and independent for the longest time were those who lived out in the woods and lived off the land. Um, and not many of them did it without some sort of weapon, firearm, or bow at the very least, right? Something to hunt with so you could provide for your family uh, during those times when crops are down, weather's not so great, uh, trade is low, maybe trade routes are impassable because of bad weather, right? We've seen this all over Canada. So um, I think it would be pretty cool to be able to reconsider that as a part of the, the, the prepping toolkit 
but without fear of talking about it. Well, it's amazing. Uh, actually, yeah. one of the one of my coworkers the other day, I was talking about how I, you know, I do hunting occasionally during the appropriate season and stuff. And he was like, "So <laughs> don't that listen mean- to the deer episodes. Don't yeah. listen to the deer episodes." But but he goes, <laughs> he goes so like, so you're like, you have all the like the guns and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. I said it's pretty hard to beat the deer to death with your fists. And just the absolute <laughs> disconnect from his on his face, he, he couldn't believe. He's like, because he, I guess he couldn't reconcile the fact that the you know, the meat doesn't just appear on a styrofoam platter. Like I don't understand. Like. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, the, like the animal doesn't die of natural causes or commit suicide in order for you to eat. Like you, you, you realize that something had to kill that animal, right? Mm-hmm. And he just, he, he just could not reconcile that. It was just like the, the sheer look of, of the confusion on his face more than anything else. And uh, he's just like, I don't think I've ever met anybody like you before. I was like, that's sad. <laughs> that, at this point, that's yeah. that's kind of weird. But. It's a good point, Ian. That you know the the knowledge is great when you need it, but ideally you have the knowledge and the competence on hand prior to yourself needing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. let Pierre into the live chat, which means I'm most likely going to have to hit the explicit button in about mash two it, seconds. Mash it. Okay, now Pierre, Pierre, take a break every five minutes. Let one of us get a comment in, please. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> go. Hey, go. Oh, he's taking his moment now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe he's got to warm himself up a bit. We'll put you on mute here, Pierre. If you decide to come back, uh, we'll, we'll take you back off. <laughs> oh, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Ah, yes. yes. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't come on for the whole show tonight due to uh, being up at uh, my honeymoon, but we've been sitting down eating, listening, and I figured I'd come on um, and just say a few swear words so you have to hit the explicit button. <laughs> just in fucking case it hasn't been done already. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's, see, that speaks to that occasion. You're on your honeymoon and you've come out to participate yes. in the show. That's dedication Fantastic. for you. Yes. Yeah, it is dedication. I, I did let one slip already, but I don't even think Eric noticed. So. I noticed, but I, I was would, waiting for I would wager money that Pierre is currently not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> he really shouldn't be. He's on his honeymoon. And, we, and, we don't require don't proof that. of this, Pierre. No, no, no. No, we don't. Please, no, please, no, please. please, please. <laughs> that's, the, that's the line between explicit and banned. We'll gladly take your word for it, bud. Just be the my reason his camera is off. <laughs> be, be, be mindful of the photos that show up on the group chat later. Got it. <laughs> uh, I'll brace myself. Yeah. So I, I figured I'd come on towards the end of the show as well because uh, of the giveaways and everything. That uh, mm-hmm. since I, I'd be around for the announcement of what's going to happen. Gotcha. Cool. Well. Well, on that note, hopping in. Yeah. I think we'll, uh, yeah, I don't think we've got uh, anybody else in the queue here looking to hop on. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun getting people hopping in and talking about uh, how they got on the show and kind of some favorite moments and, and such. It's been, uh, it's been fun getting to 200 episodes and uh, look what's happened. <laughs> all kinds of people now listening and popping in and uh, all kinds of panelists and all kinds of topics to talk about. So yeah, it's been a fun ride and I look forward to the next 200. Assuming we get there. And we have a connection down south. We do. We've got a couple now. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, Dave, yeah. if like if like twenty-five guys show up at your door one day, um, just accept it. We're we're coming to stay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come we'll, on we'll, down. We'll we'll bring maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll stop at Greg's first because I've got a free pass into the party. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And, so uh, we're maple syrup, puckers, and blow. It'll yeah. be a great combination. Yeah, it'll be a great party, <laughs> and then we'll get down uh, get down the Dave's way from there. Uh, yeah. So, awesome. Uh, it's been a while since I've had some maple creamies. Well, we'll have to fix that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Anybody have anything uh, else they want to add before we uh, move into the podcast challenge? I'll just say a quick thing that uh, I'm very new to the podcast, um, but it's nice to see the support that everybody does and the interactions and the feedback from everybody. It, it does keep it going. Um, you know, we, 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 we all get into those, you know, droughts like we've had on an episode or two where it's just like, you didn't want to do preps or anything. And I mean, we all do this for fun. We've all got busy lives, you know, it's enjoyment and everything, but like getting people that come on and, you know, a message here and there saying like, Hey, you know, you guys, I, I look forward to every Monday morning being able to download the podcast to listen to work and everything. It, it does keep this uh, going a lot easier than just, uh, you know, not annoying Mel for an hour and a half. Cause we're chatting. <laughs> no, I a hundred percent agree. It, it's, it's a ton of fun just hopping on here every Sunday to chat with everybody that shows up uh, panelist wise, but it's awesome to get that feedback from the listeners to say, hey, you know, you helped out a lot with this or I learned this or I really appreciated you guys talking about this. Or, you know what, even getting the hate mail is a lot of fun, too, because it comes in every once in a while. Yes. But, uh, you know, it's just, it shows that people are listening, which is the whole point of putting this together and why we keep going past 200 episodes. It is a ton of fun. That's why I'm still on. After the first one you had me on, I've, that's it. We hooked you. Got, you. Yeah, yeah, you got me hooked now. I'm like, I'm yeah. fish on the other line, and I, I'm okay with it. Take me. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, shall we move into the podcast challenge then? Yeah. All right. So uh, time to cover off that one thing that you've all been procrastinating on for about 200 episodes. So we've all got the one thing that we've like, oh, keep me to do that or, you know, study for that or take that exam. Uh, it's time to do it. So uh, tell us what you're going to crank off here in the next couple of weeks and uh, let us know how you succeeded. Awesome. Jeff, you got a weather blurb. Uh, I certainly do. So I, I haven't kind of been very vocal tonight. I've kind of been watching um, the weather going on again tonight. Um, watching a couple of live streams and some chasers and stuff. There's still uh, some pretty good storms going on. So, Unfortunately, the um, the tornado outbreak that I mentioned last episode uh, came to fruition last night down in the uh, the Mississippi, Alabama area. Uh, they had a pretty good outbreak. There were 12 tornadoes in total. Uh, most of them caused uh, little or no damage. Uh, but sadly, a, a large EF4 wedge tornado took direct aim at central Mississippi. Uh, this storm was very similar to... The uh, 2013 El Reno, Oklahoma tornado. I don't know if anybody remembers that one, but it was, uh, uh, this was a large wedge tornado. There's, there's, you know, people say a tornado is a tornado. The usual ones you see, they call them shoestring tornadoes for a reason. They're, they're small. They, they go way up into the, the cloud deck. They're, they're only, you know, maybe a couple of hundred feet wide at the bottom. That's why sometimes you see pictures one side of the streets, gone and the other side of the street there's not a mark on a on a house the leaves are still on the trees um anyways this uh this tornado was uh, at times a mile to a mile and a half wide uh, and it took direct aim again like i said at central mississippi and it literally more or less went from uh the west end of this the west side of the state to the east side uh, a couple of small towns specifically rolling fork 
and Silver City took direct hits. Um, their uh, rolling fork basically was uh, the town is more or less non-existent. Uh, last report was uh, there's been 26 people killed, but of course that number mm. is expected to increase as uh, they find more victims. Um, and it uh, it was just it was just really bad. I was watching it on a live stream. One of the storm chasers was in the middle of it. He actually got um, injured by some flying debris, and it was uh, it was really sad to see that you know ten minutes earlier he'd been driving down the street where people were out walking their dogs and doing stuff and telling them a tornado's coming. You need to get out of here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. And so you know, it just. The, the apathy is 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 really bad and you know he kind of went on a bit of a of a rant and all I'm not going to go on a rant but all I'm going to say is there, there's no excuse for getting caught in something specifically like that um your your typical weather radio you know this guy was saying for 30 bucks you could have saved your life is your life worth 30 bucks go out and get yourself a weather radio that's going to tell you when bad stuff's coming um whoops I lost my picture there. Sorry. Um, so yeah, what I was watching uh, tonight, there's another uh, line of severe thunderstorms, uh, tornado warnings, again, going through Mississippi. Um, right now, there's actually a couple of tornado warnings out for, believe it or not, South Carolina. Um, there is the uh, potential for another severe weather outbreak to occur later on this week. Again, it's going to target the south and the uh, the east. They're saying Arkansas, Missouri, maybe into Western Kentucky are in line for uh, a pretty good batch of severe weather on Thursday, Friday. They're already talking about it, so it could be bad. Again, it's five days out. We don't know. Um, if you just want to ask my honest opinion, um, I think uh, this tornado season coming up is going to be one for the record books. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be light. I think it's going to be busy it's going to be bad and areas that have never been hit before are going to get hit so keep your wits about you again as i've always said don't be scared of the weather but be prepared awesome well thanks jeff uh deal of the week so uh cpp t-shirts i'm gonna put them on sale for the next two weeks uh pierre is uh in the process of getting an order together for me and he's going to make up some shirts. So do a pre-order for now. I'm going to do 10% off the shirts. So a uh, code uh, CPP 200 at uh, prepperpodcast.ca. And uh, yeah, check that out. If you want to get a shirt, now is the time. All right, let's move into some shout outs. Uh, Brad could not be here, but he wanted to shout out Eric. He started this podcast and now look where it is from one lonely guy sitting at a mic <laughs> to a dozen or more idiots chatting on uh, on Sunday night. So, Eric, well, thank you for starting all of this. Oh, thanks for jumping in and making it what it is today. It, was, uh, it went from one lonely guy to two to three to a whole panel. So it's been a fantastic ride. I want to take the opportunity to shout out the listeners. Um, we get so much good information, suggestion, feedback interaction um it really does make it a lot more fun and valuable and interesting and educational when people jump in so uh kudos to the guys uh, guys and gals that have come on tonight or other episodes or that have jumped into the chat so we we appreciate it 
absolutely do. It makes uh, it makes doing these shows that much more um, just fun, right? It's there's so much more information that comes and goes. Watching the live chat each week and everybody kind of chatting amongst each other while we're talking and making plans and helping each other out. It's just awesome to watch. All right. Uh, do we want to do email or push it across the next episode? No, we're getting late. I'll do one of the two. Maybe the second okay. one we can leave till next week. And that then, works. Uh, take it from there. So we actually have an email from our prime minister, which is fantastic. I'm glad we're getting his attention. He said... Episode uh, 200 and we're made the big time. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> from from JT himself, it says... Uh, Dear sirs, madams, zimzers, people kind, and other fairy tale creatures, it has come to our attention that your listeners and most shocking of all your panelists did not participate in the Canadian Patriot Podcast New Year Ruck, Nine Week Ruck Challenge. Much to the dismay of concerned Liberal Party donors, he's uh, intentionally misspelling some stuff, it seems just to throw me off, there are still some weeks to prepare your minds and bodies too. Winter is ending and there is no more huge, only labor. I don't know what the Finnish word for is or whatever, but the great and terrible Finns are offering you not one but two chances at redemption at no physical risk to you. So the first one is Verustalaika's remote military march, which is April twentieth and 29th. I think Eric is going to put the links in the show notes and the, right. uh, the live chat, which basically involves you carrying ten kilograms and either going twenty-five or fifty kilometers. And I do believe one of those requires an overnight stay. Um, there is a requirement in all divisions, and then the other one is the Resul four-day march, which is a pretty easy one to do. May 18th to 21st. Uh, also, the link going to go in the uh, live chat. It's a minimum 10 kilometers over four days. So if you can't do 10 kilometers over four days, there's there's something wrong there. So uh, your divisions are by total distance covered. It's either 10 to 40, 40 to 100, 100 to 160, or more than 160, which is pretty impressive. And listeners are most welcome to be spied on using Strava and are encouraged to join Team Ragnarok. Uh, at uh, strava.com slash ragnarok. Anyways, the number one rucking team in Canada. And it is true, first of all. Uh, yes, Strava does spy on you, which OPSEC is horrible. Does. But yeah, Do it, I have an episode for you? Yeah, it's a handy app, though. <laughs> Anyways, the number one rucking team in Canada that is also true in the fact that they actually destroyed even the Canadian military team, I believe, uh, most years with the Resil 4 during March. So if you join Team Ragnarok, you can join the winning team. And uh, that is a challenge to all listeners and all panelists to get on there and start start rocking. So, uh, and he signs it off, Spoochie Boochies from JT. And actually, interestingly enough, it is also how he addressed the letter he sent to all of us too. So uh, this is true. Yeah, thanks, JT. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll get back to the next email next week. Uh, it's running long, yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah, we do have two other emails in the queue here, and uh, yeah, we'll copy them over for uh, episode two hundred one. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, with that, I'll bring episode number 200 of the Canadian Prepper podcast to an end. Uh, you can find the podcast still on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. Please help us out. Submit a review. It does help other people find us and will keep us going for another 200. And we do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper podcast, and click the notifications tab. That will give you an alert when we are going live. Uh, you can reach me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca or I am frequently on the Discord. I'm not responsible enough to have my own email, so Scott can also be met at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca for all things wood gasifier. <laughs> Anything else gets deleted. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Gunny, where can you find you? 
And I'm the Frugal Gunny. You can find me on the Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. And, of course, on my YouTube channel where I post all my content. And soon, posting on Rumble. Awesome. Ooh. That'd be really cool to actually still have, like, you know, Discord and YouTube. and Oh, that'd be so cool. Anyway, Facebook. I can't, I can't remember the last time I was on Facebook. That's so amazing. Uh, anyways. <laughs> You can reach Ian directly by emailing me at theislandretreat at gmail.com. Gmail still works for now. Uh, you can also find me on Canadian Patriot Podcast with Pierre and others on iTunes and YouTube. We record Monday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm also on the Gilded app for uh, the OGCPP. Email if you want an invite. And you can find us discussing why government waste in society has me hiding when possible. Great. Now check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat. You can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So uh, thanks for joining us this evening for episode number 200. Uh, until next time, be prepared, stay safe. And keep learning.